the no bra club. Mansplaining mansplain, bad beards, drinking from jars, and an Arkansas wedding. All today on the Ed and Red Show. Yes, indeedy, we are back. Uh, I am Ed. She is Red. Before we get underway, I just want to uh, issue a program notice. Um, the word important has no D in it. That's all. What? It's just that. The word important has no D in it. Okay. So don't say the word important because there is no D in important. I needed to know that. Oh, that actually, I got a question for you based on that. All right. Okay. You know the whole thing, mansplaining? I don't like that. I don't, I don't like that term wound up okay, being expanded I, to any time a man explained anything, even okay. to another man. Okay, thank you for explaining mansplaining. But I I've been doing some research into the phenomenon. And I started asking guys why they do it. And the answer almost exclusively was, well, I'm trying to be useful. Well, hang on and, a second. Hang on. You ask them why they explain things or well, why they what, mansplain things. Well, They're not said, the same thing. I said, I already know this. Why did you feel, you know, this is my field. Why did you feel the need to explain it to me in detail? It's presumed I know this stuff. Because the, talk- this is this is a way of waving their penis around that doesn't involve their penis. Well, I said, do you talk to other men this way? Yeah. And almost everyone said yes yeah see that's the thing that's the problem i had with the term mansplaining is that is that i understand mansplaining to be when a man is explaining to a woman uh a woman's uh experiences or a woman's perspective or uh explaining to a woman something in a field where clearly she already has this knowledge yeah there's there's reason to believe that she already knows what you're telling her now, that's but that's see that's patronization and men do that to men all the freaking time. But that's time. not the intent. Is the thing They're the patronization? Saying, yeah, occasionally I have a somebody say, "Yeah, I was being deliberately condescending," but I do that to a man. But most of the time they say, "No, I'm trying to be useful." And my thought is, why is it useful if the person already knows? Well, they might have forgotten. They might have forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> that is. This is what I'd want someone to do. They might have forgotten. Yeah. That's the lamest excuse I've heard. They might have forgotten. That's not why men do it, it. though. They believe it, though. That's not why men do it. Okay, then that means they actually are talking down to women more than men, and they don't realize it, or they're talking down to men, too. It doesn't mean that. What it means is that Men wish to seem to be the authority on things because if you're not the authority, then you're nothing. And so men like to speak about, uh, express some knowledge, even if it's bloody common knowledge, they'll say it out loud. And I'm speaking about men as if I'm not one of them, um, but they, uh, they'll they say it out loud because once you say that, you've established that you have knowledge in this particular area, even though everyone looks at you like you're a freaking idiot, because it's like, yeah, we know the sun comes up in the east. Um, but this is a guy thing. If guys don't want to be the, uh, the, the secondary uh, person, they want to be the main person, or they want to seem like they're keeping up with the, the people top of their field. So instead of saying nothing, 
and seeming like maybe they're wise, uh, they open their mouth and prove that they're fools. Yeah, like it just comes across as incredibly insecure. Because it is? Well, but I'm wondering if we shouldn't start dealing with it as that instead of talking about how horrible it is to women, like point out that it makes somebody seem painfully insecure. Well, That's yeah. probably more effective. Um, you think? Well, uh, it's more accurate for sure. So, but... uh, you know what? You, it took me a moment to think about that. Um... Like, if guys are trying to seem like an authority and they're coming across as insecure... Yes, it is. Who the, am I kidding? That requires people to admit they did something wrong and correct their behavior. This they is won't, okay. Cost. No, no, no. You don't understand. They're not going to admit it to you. No, like no, no. I know head, that. I, in I their know head, that. They're going to take take heed. They're not going to okay, say it to you, then, but they okay. will take heed. Ed, you don't know what it's like to be a woman, especially a woman in media. I, that that was not needed to be said. I apologize. Yeah, I mean, thank but, you, for, thank you for explaining to me that I don't yeah, know what it's like yeah, to be a woman but, okay, or a woman in media. Hear me out, though. I have experienced this. They don't secretly correct it. They double down because they're only not if you, only if you confront them with the fact that they've been patronizing. No, at all. They find a reason to blame the person that took issue with the uh, the behavior. Why bother taking issue with it? Well, because you, you, it's important to let people know that you don't like being talked to that way. Because if you don't tell them, you can't assume they're doing it deliberately. Ugh. You got to right, give I mean, them a chance to course correct. If you see, just assume they're a jerk, that's not fair. Well, most of the time it probably is. Uh, but... Most of the time. Okay, I work with a lot of uh, a lot of autistic people. And yes, they prefer to be called autistic people. I'm not being, this is a problem. I, thought, that the they, radio... I thought they wanted to be so told, called people who have autism. I thought that was no, the new No, that's the parents. That's the parents that want their kids called that. That they have autism, not yeah. So autistic, it's like autistic it's like, people want to be called autistic people because it's not right. something they have; it's something they are. It's not a disease. Well, this it's brings me to something I'm going to want to talk about after you twigged a thought in my head. Remind okay. me that it's about what people are called. Okay. Right. Okay. All right. But it, I'm going to forget that too. But well, then what, what good was it? For I'm going to try you to remember you. if you're going to tell me that you're going to forget. I, I have a lot of cognitive load during these shows, okay? <laughs> you said load. Yeah, I knew I was going to walk into that one. But, okay, so, uh, the, so, because I work with a lot of people on the spectrum, uh, you have to be very clear what the problem is because you can't assume they're doing it deliberately. They just don't know, right? So, it's not fair to you don't you don't want to make a false attribution error, right? You don't want to think it's an element of character when it's actually just circumstances. So because of that, I give people a chance to go, you know, that wasn't my intention and show that they can correct their behavior because that's what I would want. The number of times people assume I did something I can't stand the word disingenuous. I can't stand that. Why word. is that? Because the person using it is usually disingenuous. Well, it's this it's this accusation that I am. I just comment things from a very different bent 
because I have unique experiences. And yeah, so right. the idea that I'm being deliberately obtuse, no, maybe I'm just stupid on a subject, but it's not, I'm not, I, I have I'm not you. acting, but I I'm have... not acting more stupid to, to be deceptive. Right. I have That's known what you, I have known you decades now mm -hmm. there. I've, I've yet to find a topic that you were stupid on. Well, there are some things, right. I, I have yet to hear a topic where you don't start talking about stuff and all, and I'm like how the hell did you manage to learn all of this information and retain it because about a I... subject that comes out it's like we're having a conversation you're in a group of people conversation some somebody comes up talking about something astrophysics or something and all of a sudden you talk like you work in the field I'm like how did you know that and how did uh, you retain that that's just because I'm a nerd I'd like to be a little more nerdy in that respect any, then. Anything science. Well, astrophysics is not terribly useful to day-to-day -to -day life, but maybe that's why I like it. It's just, all right, the planets won't yell at me, though the whole is Pluto a planet thing can get pretty heated. Well, if you read the really classic, and I recommend reading it if you can find them, uh, Micronauts comics from uh, Marvel uh, back in the 80s. That inspired um, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania to an extent. Yes, it, the, the first like 18 to 24 issues of that uh, series, absolutely the best science fiction ever in comic books. Anyway, um, there was uh, the planet that the uh, Acroyers came from, Spartak, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. it, was, it, it had a world mind. And so mm -hmm. the planet was sentient. So the planet did talk to them and was a little bit PO'd. So in fact, perhaps planets can talk to you. But anyway. Okay, uh, also, I realized that you yeah. told me to remind you of something and I know I'm supposed to remind you of something, but I've forgotten what that something is. I don't need, I don't need to be reminded about it now. We're not there yet. Um, okay, also, but I did it, but I'm telling you, I forgot it. So don't expect me to remind you of it going forward. This is like, like, are we both developing plaque in our brains as we do this show? <laughs> No, my problem is I just have too much on the go and uh, it affects my short-term memory because I don't get enough rest. Um, you mentioned, uh, this is not that, but you mentioned uh, you have, you know, a lot of people that you know are on the spectrum. There's mm -hmm. a Marvel Comics character who's basically a, an analog of Green Lantern from DC. Yeah. The character's name is Dr. Spectrum. And now I'm wondering uh. the current understanding of what Spectrum what exactly would his powers be <laughs> okay but it can be light spectrum too right well that's exactly so, what it that's exactly what he's about i is mean the light spectrum okay there is a power for info dumping this is actually fun this is actually an interesting story but should i bring it up now i'm trying to be socially aware um no um okay so the thing with guys it like when guys explain things to me that i very obviously already know um I'm very amused uh, to myself. Well, um, I'm, I'm amused too, but it, it's not, it's at them, not with them. Oh, of course. Right? That's the best kind of amusement. Uh, okay. Now I know where I got it from. But... Um, the, the thing is that, uh, or I will say, really? Right. Making it very clear in my tone that, dude, I knew this already. Oh, I said to a guy earlier today, would you like to tell me anything else I already know? <laughs> and he didn't take the hint. He called me a massive egoist. <laughs> yeah, you. this sounds like you were on Twitter. I was yeah, talking yeah. to a Wikipedia editor 
who was very intent on letting me know he was a Wikipedia editor. Well, there's prestige for you. Also had filmmaker in his oh, bio. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm just I hate that that's a red flag because I know a lot of filmmakers. I'm, but... picturing, I'm picturing him now with his beret. And you know those scarves that women wear? That are bunchy around their neck. Yeah. Yeah. That that artiste men wear. This yeah. is what I'm picturing because um, people who make uh, movies are movie makers. They're directors. People who make things nobody will ever want to see are filmmakers, and they're usually very pretentious. Yeah, it, it's like I don't know how do I explain this. Um, like I know people who make films but they usually call themselves like movie makers or I make movies. When somebody invokes the word film, they're probably going to be pretentious. It's probably in black and white. And uh, probably- No, black with, and white's now considered less cool. With subtitles or something. It, it might even be in English and they'll still like have subtitles. English subtitles. And, I like subtitles. And, uh, they, uh, and it'll be about some subject. First of all, it's depressing. No film ever leaves you uh, at the end feeling invigorated. Okay, usually these films are like if there's a window, you're thinking of jumping out. Um, oh, so geez. films are always films are always big downers, um, and they're usually about interpersonal relationships of people that um, you really in life just wouldn't care about. Um, so films are things that are inherently well, masturbatory. It's... By yeah. the filmmaker. Yeah, because it's about the filmmaker, which yeah, is usually and, I am. And it, watching them is about as much pleasure or as entertaining as watching the person actually stand there and masturbate. Wow. Yeah, it's like, but you know, the difference is there's no climax in this movie. It just, half these movies just end. They're just over. Like without an actual ending. They're just, oh, because having an ending is too commercial. You've sold out if you have an ending. If you have a beginning, a middle, and an end, it's too commercial. They're avant-garde. They have no ending. It's just the film just stops, which I what? which I Why? usually take that mean they ran out of money, but they're trying to make it seem artistic. No, it's subverting expectations now. Oh, no, my expectations for films is that they're going to be crap. Subverting expectations. That's the excuse for everything unsatisfying or that just feels mean. Do you get called unhinged on Twitter a lot? No. Well, yeah. okay, not a lot um, in political I, stuff. In, in right-wingers, yeah. right-wingers uh, do call uh, me or people who have opinions like mine unhinged because yeah. of the number of years Trump was in office and people accurately described yeah. him as unhinged. Yeah. So now they're like, how do you like it? Because, you know, they haven't really evolved beyond grade four in a schoolyard. Yeah, like I make fun of J.K. Rowling a lot. All right. Because I think she's a horrible bully. Right. And, you know, might as well have some fun with it, right? I like poking the absurdity of her, I am under threat, women are under threat thing. Like, you're a rich white woman, lady, give me a break. But uh, I get called unhinged because I'm making fun of her her performative terror. Well, right. part of that is because people on the internet who will call you unhinged 
are themselves emotionally overwrought and well, they that, assume that you are the comments you're making come from a place of being emotionally overwrought right. as opposed to you're poking fun you're having fun you're mocking they think no you act this actually reflects you being um emotionally overloaded because they and, are and those are the people i just block because you know it's three moves to you're abusing me so that's it nope done see you i know? I block people rarely because of the number of times people then take that and use it to say, <laughs> oh, yeah. block me. but, I, but yeah. I have lived, I have realized recently in the last few months that sometimes leaving certain people on exposes yeah. the people who've chosen to follow That's me right. to, right. to uh, brain farts and uh, they don't have to smell somebody else's brain farts because they've chosen to follow me. So there are but, certain limits of things. I'm like, okay, you've stepped beyond you're gone. Yeah. What happens to me is people start griefing people in my mentions. The Wikipedia editor did that. He went after every single person who, you know, said you're wrong here. When people do that, that's not that's not opinion. That's behavior. And that's a misuse of access to me. Right. So they're gone. And I, I do think I've been getting in trouble with this a lot because this is something I feel strongly about. It's not about opinions. It's about behavior. And well, yeah, people get that's, very upset that's at true. that. But people get very upset about Why that. Why do they get upset at that? It's true. You can think anything you want. It's how you act upon it that people get to judge. Yeah, but pe people are less easily manipulated when you judge based on behavior instead of, you know, you have to have this opinion or else you're a bad person. And I mean, I just got, I, I was in Arkansas for five days. Recently. Oh, really? Yeah. That how, was how, Did you come back with a banjo? Well, no, it, that I, I saw no banjos. No banjos. What about, no banjos. Uh, what about summer teeth? Well, maybe we should take a break and talk about this. Cause this is what I was uh, talking about uh earlier well, that's right. you were you were at a wedding in arkansas i was and the weird thing was the bride and the groom weren't related easy this is little rock okay little oh, rock little rock the thriving uh metropolis progressive metropolis of little rock okay, arkansas it's not, it's not very big but um bill and hillary clinton's name are on like everything all right um so let's so let's go to a break Mm -hmm. And then we'll come back. And I, I, I remember still what it was I wanted to say. Okay. We have the opportunity right now to decide, do we talk about the thing I wanted to talk about before? Or do no. we continue talking about what you wanted to talk about just a moment ago? Well, we could talk about, wow, that was vague. We can talk about the thing you teased before the break, because otherwise people will get upset. Because right. that was the holdover, anticipation, reward. That's how we produce dopamine. All right. Um... So here is my thought. And perhaps some, I'm warning you, some people may take offense at this. My intention is not to offend, but to open oh. a dialogue. Okay? Okay, J.K. Rowling. So here we go. I don't understand the term little people. Okay. I understand, see, people, they took midget and dwarf and put it all as little people in an attempt to somehow seem um, better than dwarf or 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 midget but I, I thought it i thought it was just a combo term i i get the impression I, i've read about it that it's 
It's a less insulting term. And you know what? To me, it's more insulting because, first of all, little person, it's an, it's inherently patronizing. I've um, never, oh, you're okay. a little person. And it's like they're not they're a person. OK, you don't have the adding a qualifier to it that they're a little person. You don't say something's little when you're saying that it's better. You're saying something's little when you're saying well, it's diminished. Okay, so, I mean, it's it, my understanding, and apologies for the terms, it's the word midget that bothers people. I've never known a dwarf who had a problem with the term dwarf. Well, that's because of Snow White. I mean, dwarves are heroes. Well, you no, it's you never hear them. You never hear but, a story of Snow White and the Seven Midgets. Yeah, but midget, a, a midge is a bug. So that's not where it came from. Uh, that's I don't know where it came from. I just know how it's been explained to me why people don't like the term. And the people I know, I'm just speaking from the people I know personally, they happen to be dwarves, not midgets. So they want people to See, get it right. If I'm a dwarf. OK, I understand the di people don't know the difference between a dwarf and a midget. It's like, are you from uh, China or Japan? I'm from Korea. Are you from China or Japan? That scene in uh, in King I, of the Hill. Um, but all I know, uh, just just again, people consider midget a uh, uh, offensive term. Maybe we shouldn't use it. I'm. I said I wasn't intending to offend. Um, yeah, but now I'm saying you know it's offensive. This is what we talked about before, Ed. I have no memory. Um. So the thing is, if if I was a a person of of smaller, and I'm not a giant, if I was a person of smaller stature. I would rather be a midget or a dwarf, which is its own thing. It's not uh, a diminution of some other form. It's not a, a, a term which indicates a, you are a lesser form of this thing. You are, are. This you is doing... who you are. This is your. 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 This is who you are. Perfect in this particular thing. This is who you were meant to be. You are not being pushed into a category where you are being reduced. Then why do you have a problem with referring to little people? when they are people who are little. Because I don't, because the term little, it, it, it robs people of power. Why? Because it does. Little, little Women is a feminist book. Little, you know, uh, talk to me about your little problem. Is that, talk to me about your problem or talk to me about your little problem? Okay, don't Which would you do rather the, hear? Don't do the censoring role doll books for saying somebody has a black heart thing. No, but I'm saying that little is often used to uh, patronize or reduce the, uh, the the potency of okay, the thing you're that, talking about. That does if people prefer to be called that, call them that. Who it's asked not, them? Who did, was I there do. a poll? Was there a poll? There, there did are. They do polls, a, did they do actually. a census for all the people surviving uh, from, are, from Wizard of Oz? Did they? Are, you know. There are polls. That's how we know a lot of Latin people don't like Latinx and that black people prefer to be called black. Well, and it, American Indians prefer to be called Indians. You see? Not not people, so much in Canada. But, but well-meaning people will call somebody Latinx. It was white people who created that term. Latin people didn't create that term. Um, uh, I don't know and, who created it, but they don't like it. Only like 3% of Latin people prefer the term Latinx to just Latin or Latin? Well, Latinx to me seems like a team of Spanish mutants. Well, yeah, it's not it's not actually a word constructed with Spanish conjugation. There's a vowel Ooh, at the end words. of the word, not an X. The X goes at the beginning of the word. Well, yeah, but if you're an ex-Latin, that means you somehow have stopped being Latin.
Well, it's like um, Exalpa and places like that down in Mexico. That's oh, where, I see. That's yeah, where right. the X. But Latinx is a Spanish word. Latinx is an English word. Right. But that's the thing. It's referring to people of Latin American heritage, which is a combination of a bunch of stuff. So yeah. it's it's the one ethnicity that's based essentially on I mean, that's Hispanic, but the language spoken because there's 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 black Hispanics as well. Right. Like it gets complicated. Um, this brings me to another uh, point I wanted to make, um, which I've just forgotten. Uh oh, do you want to hear about my trip to Arkansas? Wait, I'm ruminating. Uh oh. Dead air is not entertaining, Ed. There was well, I mean, it allows people to pause and consider their lives. Um, they don't want. We were they just want talking. To be taken we were just talking about Latinx lives. and it being imposed by white people. What black Latin people don't want to be known as as Latin, and it posed a it created a question that I've had a question about for a while. And then you said something, and I lost it. Well, so if anyone out there knows what I was going to say, please send us a comment. All right, how was Arkansas? Okay, it was interesting. It was interesting. I don't know what I expected, but it wasn't banjos. what I expected. No, I didn't expect banjos. I mean, okay, the roads have no shoulders and it gets Florida style rain and there were a lot of cars in the ditch. But uh was anybody know, living in them? I don't know. There were a lot of those trailers attached to trailers attached to trailers. But you know, what is Little that like Rock, a like a super train? Like what was that? Little Rock itself is pretty progressive, and the church that my friend got married at um, is LGBTQ plus accepting, right? Inclusive. Well, I know and, that you were at a progressive place because the bride and groom weren't related, and it was Arkansas. Yes, um, but uh, we were there. There might, you know, we were given tips to. If somebody brought up politics, what to do? Because I said, like, like you know, run screaming who are, who are Republicans might start. And they said, think up a really boring thing and just start rambling about it. They will go away. Hmm. So we were that, that working on everything. <laughs> well, that's what it's like. Wow. I get to info dump. And in a way, it's socially acceptable. This is amazing. And so I prepared. I was going to talk about antique German corkscrews, something I actually am a fan of. So I, the passion Wait a minute, wait real. a minute, wait a minute. There's no fandom for antique corkscrews. I, I am a fandom of one. I have this corkscrew. It's a German model. I got it antiquing because I like antiquing. But it is the best corkscrew ever because you just keep twisting in one direction you don't have to do the, the wings or pull anything it's got this little flip top and when it gets to the bottom it flips over and it reverses the ratchet on it and it goes you know how you reverse a screwdriver so you just keep twisting and it pulls the cork out there's no mess you don't hurt your elbow it's the most amazing thing ever you want to run away screaming don't you it works well there's a i'm just looking it up there is a uh, website called Corkscrews Online. There you go. Um, and the headline uh, in Google is, and in all caps, antique Ger German corkscrews wanted. See? So, They're the best thing ever. Apparently, you are not alone. Gift, <laughs> giftmatter.com 
vintage German corkscrew. They're collector the best. corkscrews. I don't know why Lee Valley Tools or something has not, because they copy antique designs on things. These things are the best. It doesn't bruise the wine. It's not too hard. It's it's You fantastic. bruise wine? It, well, allegedly, yeah. How do you bruise wine? I'm not entirely sure. I've just been told not to do it. Uh, uh okay. But um, yeah, it, so, it, and if that didn't work, I was going to talk about rare Eastern European coins. Because my friend is into like coins and stamps and stuff. So I know a little bit about that. But I think the German corkscrews probably would have gotten them. I felt pretty confident. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. You said something about Eastern European coins and I passed out. Oh, you think that would have been better to lead with? Ooh, wow. I'm a little dizzy now. I'm a little woozy. Okay. Yeah. That was wrong. I should have led with the coins. Ooh. Yeah. Because, you know, they're, it's kind of intriguing that people are interested in antique German corkscrews. But the other thing, oh, that's a snoozer. Okay. Well, next time I'm down in the South and I have to avoid a political discussion, I will lead with the rare Eastern European coins. How many? Because there are all these countries that don't exist anymore. And there are periods where, you know, a particular regime only lasted a short period of time. So they're actually pretty valuable coins and stamps issued by these these regimes but nobody cares dead air is bad ed oh, oh so sorry i i swear you started talking something about coins and i just lost i just fell oh, asleep come on. Again. coin collecting is awesome uh yeah it's awesome um uh so how much of arkansas was like what we'd expect Arkansas to be like. Well, what do you expect it to be like? I mean, okay. A lot of guys in bib overalls with no shirts. Okay, didn't see any of those. Okay, it was it was winter. Maybe they wear something different in winter. Well, no, it, it was fairly warm there. It was a false spring, as they called it. So it was pretty warm. Were there a lot of porches? A lot of, like, porches where people sit? Oh, there were a lot of really beautiful homes that's not what i'm asking you i'm asking yeah, if there's there porches. porches where people oh, sit yeah. yeah yeah okay did you see anybody in this fall spring on the porch drinking uh moonshine from a jar i don't know if it was moonshine we did drink from jars but they do that up here too no up here they do that because they're trying to seem like they're cool because they're adopting this low class uh thing uh and they're trying to be you know uh, make a statement i don't know it's i thought people only pretentious people only pretentious people drink from jars. Why? Why would you drink from a jar when you have a glass? The jars they break have, less easily. They have these lips on them, so that you can't even get it to your mouth properly. Okay, one jars are a can, stupid idea. One, they can break less easily. Two, why are you breaking around, glasses? What the hell are you doing that you're breaking glasses as you bring them to your mouth? I'm kind of clumsy, but also if there are bugs around, you put the lid on the jar. The bugs can't get in. Why don't you just get a, a thing that sits fits over the top of your glass and then you drink from a proper civilized utensil? It's not really That's a utensil, a but well no, you can you can put a any anything that you put over top of a glass will be a lid and will keep the bugs out. Well also yeah, but... how many bugs get anywhere near that moonshine? They'll die. I, I don't like I said, I don't know it was moonshine. It was moonshine. Yeah, I don't know. But you you did see the systemic racism, right? That that was uncomfortable. 
you know, what kind of what okay, what kind of stuff did you see? Well, like you'd go into a restaurant, and the kitchen staff would be because you know how it's all open right now. Like you go into a smoothie place or something like that, you see all the people behind the counter, right? But there'd be like four black people working there and one white person, and only the white person would talk to us until we talked to them or you know they found out we weren't from there and then all of a sudden they were very friendly the american blacks when they find out you're from canada the yeah, world then, changes yeah then you're not going to be the american style of racist so it's okay but it was really like it was awful to just walk away from that you well, know? you feel like you somehow participated in something that exactly. you don't support. So you're basically exactly. saying that black people did not speak first to white people. Black people spoke to white people only if a white person spoke to them first, which is going back to the whole yeah, slavery. the freaking antebellum. Yeah, really, that and, still goes on there. Yeah, and it just and you know it was pointed out to us how you know in any given room the black people were better dressed and more concerned about social niceties. You saw that at the airport. Um, the, uh, so, the, so see, I never imagined in Arkansas that I would see a black person shirtless in bib overalls. Always right. a white guy, always. He looks, uh, my idea of the guy, uh, people who live in Arkansas, this harkens back to a TV show called Hee Haw from the 70s and early wow. 80s. And okay. a guy named Junior Samples. Look him up online, Junior Samples. You look up junior samples, that is who I think people in Arkansas would look like. Yeah, and, and the thing is, there were some sure very cultured, educated people. Who? In Arkansas. There are cultured, educated people? Yeah. Is that I what mean, you're I, saying? Yeah, I, I talked to a lot of people who worked with, you know, irregular migrants, especially children. Right. Uh, so, you know, there are good people there. It's just, yeah. Um, you know, yeah. What I find is, is what you're saying, which is that I will find in places like that, um, the black people um, are sharper dressed. They carry themselves with grace. Well, because they, they have to be. Well, but, and then you see these slobs who think that somehow they're superior well, to that's these just... educated, well-spoken, well-dressed Black people sitting there with picking their teeth with a toenail that they've just cut. That, they think they're better because like, they're white. That's just like Hollywood parties, though. The entire time Hollywood's existed, you can tell who the really powerful guys are because they're dressed like schlubs. Well, the, the idea of power there is that you don't need to dress. Like, the fact that you're you're dressing bad means... You're so powerful. Exactly. Nobody can care about. Nobody can say anything about what you're wearing. Exactly. All right. So um, you had a good time in Arkansas, though. It, yeah. I mean, overall, they were very, very nice people. Um, obviously, you know, not the stereotype, but it, it was. I mean, experiencing the racism, it, it really did make I'm me really wow, sad. We shouldn't get complacent. You I'm know? really sad that those patterns still exist. I'm not well, surprised, but, of course but I'm very do. sad that they of still exist. Of course they do. It it takes generations uh, of work to solve those problems. It's very little bothers me as much as racism. Very little bothers me as much as racism. 
because right, yeah. it is based in absolute stupidity. Well, and it is, and the person who is the racist is somebody who is insecure and stupid and ignorant. And I hate stupidity and ignorance. And I do also, not like people being judged by their skin color, their ethnicity, their religious background. Of all the things to judge, some is the person but, an a hole or not? This is what Ed, I want to know. That's but it. Ed, to an extent, everybody judges other people that way. I judge people based on whether they're an a-hole or not. Not yeah, what the color but, of their skin is. But your tolerance for the a-holeness does differ based on characteristics like this. No. No, that we can talk about this after the break. But I don't want to. This is... Okay, Ed, you're being an a-hole. You know, I've been accused. All right, by the way, I want you just very briefly. Are you near a computer? Yeah. Look up Junior Samples. Look at the image. You tell me if you saw anybody there who looked like Junior Samples. Um, not quite. No Junior Samples lookalikes there? No. The, I, I mean, beards are in right now, right? So Yeah, that's a tragedy. Actually, the, the groom at the wedding had epic beard game. Did he have any food in his beard? No, it, he. this was a very well-groomed beard. See, a lot of the guys I see with beards, it looks like they're they're keeping something there for snacks later in their beard. Yeah, I, I have thoughts about beards that will... I've talked about it before, but beards are a lot of work. And so if people want to have beards, have at it. But they're a lot of work. And you have to maintain the beard. Speaking of maintaining, um, let's talk about the no bra club. Okay. Now, when I mentioned this to you, you weren't aware of it. Um, Gee, I wonder why. But there's there's this thing I keep getting. When I look up the, the, the omnibus of news stories and stuff, there's every third, third day, there's some woman uh, giving a testimonial in a newspaper about what well, she's joined the no bra club. And... It seems like they're speaking as if they've been emancipated from the patriarchy or something like that. And well, that's, my... that's a humble brag because some of us can't. Well, see, the thing is, my understanding of women um, who have who wear bras is that bras provide um, a, a necessary support and comfort if, uh, for if your endowments. If they're properly fitted and you can afford the high quality ones. Now, a high quality bra costs somewhere between 90 and 125 dollars you're kidding no i'm not kidding i can buy a, I can buy size, a six pack of underwear for about 20 bucks exactly it's really expensive i have been putting off buying new bras because it's just i i wanted a new video card for my computer it's that or three bras that's crazy it's awful and it's i don't know just, if anybody i don't know how many people are familiar with your 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 your, your physical features yeah. but um yeah. your uh your bras are uh they work hard yes you can place them on on uh the heads of small children and it will prevent sunburn yeah you're you're they're they are they're almost like you could make them um domes for yeah, and um for things. little people or like for ants or something um like, basically, you could take the bottle city of Kandor from Superman and it, yeah. it could be encased in one of your bra cups. Um, but I don't 
is this a thing that women feel that they are compelled by patriarchal attitudes to wear a bra? I thought it was something that was good for women. Well, it depends on who you ask, right? I mean, there is there is a lot of body policing. And a lot of... Define this term, please. Well, like I said, I'd rather be a nobody than a slut off the top of the show. It's that kind of thing, right? People assume a lot about me because of the way I look. And people think they can take certain liberties because of that. And they shouldn't, but they do. And I, I can understand. I mean, if a bra doesn't fit properly, if it's not the right style for somebody's body, it can be incredibly uncomfortable. And so well, like a bad pair of underwear. Yeah. Or, you know, shoes that don't fit properly. Right. Right. And so My, nobody's feet are as sensitive as testicles or breasts. I guess so. But, uh, you know, I guess if somebody's on the smaller side and they they don't want to wear a bra and OK, I'm cool do, with that. Do you feel any um, compulsion to wear a bra due to, to patriarchal standards? Well, yes. In, in in terms of what bra I wear in certain situations. But not if you wear a bra at all. Well, part of it is what bra I can get is social standards. I'm not going to say patriarchal standards because women do it to other women as well. But there are certain... I mean, the fact that it costs me as much as it does because of the size I am instead of it being, you know, they they point out that you can get, you know, 4XL, 5XL men's T-shirts for 30 bucks. You know, there's not there's not as big a premium on plus size men's stuff as there is plus size women's stuff because men will not pay these ridiculous prices just to get something in their size no a man will buy the size smaller and just try to squeeze into it well a lot of women do that too but you know with bras and that's not good for you and the fact that there is not a full size range of bras at even retailers like Livion Rose or Victoria's Secret they cap at a certain size because they insist there's not demand and you have to go to a specialty store and pay a lot more because they're just not available. Department right, stores, I, I, you know. I, I get that. Um, the now, what, somebody I put this question out on Twitter because I was legitimately mm-hmm. curious from to hear from women, and um, a couple of women said that uh, if they don't wear bras and their shirts are not all snug, then their nipples uh, would be visible. Oh, and you it, you lived in terror of that when I was a teenager. I lived in terror of that when you were a teenager. Uh, no, I when I was a teenager, that was like the worst thing in the world. Well, because guys the, get guys, I mean, guys get horny at the drop of a stick. They see yes. an actual nipple. It's like, <laughs> but, Ed, but Ed, then it's the woman's problem. You're distracting. All right, I get, I get why that would be. A no, no, it shouldn't be the. It shouldn't be the I didn't girl's say it fault. Was. I said, I understand why you would not want to be accused of this. Right. But it's not it's not that we agree. Right. It's not that we agree with the social enforcement. It's that we don't have a choice. And this is some, it, it holds you back at work. It People think things about you. And, you know, if it's cold, 
I mean, I happen to like the the t-shirt bras for various reasons, but they are they're difficult to store. They're difficult to travel with, but they're called t-shirt bras because they're the type of bra you wear so your nipples don't show through a t-shirt. All right, I get that. Um, but I, and I wonder, and I understand that people, women are saying it's not fair that it's socially unacceptable for their nipples to be seen. Um, well, because men can take their shirts off. But here's the thing. If men were walking around in snug cotton pants where you could see every vein in their hog, would that also not be looked upon uh, uh, favorably? I think it would not be looked upon favorably. Uh, you haven't been to many gay clubs, have you? I would say that's a that's a safe bet, but that's well, a different thing. Go. That's not the general public where you can find you can tell if the guy's circumcised or not based on the tightness of their 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 pants. Um, but and anyway, we live in. OK, think about it, though. Is that what do people say about that? Do they say, oh, you're distracting your colleagues? No, they say you're disgusting. Right. It's different. It's not better. Yeah, but women are disgusting just for existing. So I don't believe that call women you are disgusting. disgusting. I oh, love if, women. If you're if you're not the picture perfect, whatever the ideal is at any given moment, you're made to feel disgusting. Which and is that, stupid. And Which a lot is... a lot of men, it's stupid. A lot of men are made to feel that way as well. But, but here's the I'm... thing about women. Um, this whole idea that there is one ideal woman is so stupid. Now that the internet has put the oh. lie to that, because yeah. if you go on the internet, you go to a porn site, they have women um, of, of all uh, sizes, shapes, widths, heights, um, uh, different, differently limbed, um, like, you yes, know, somebody, women missing women an eye. Like that is symbol. There is, um, men are attracted to very different things. There is no one type of woman that every man, every heterosexual man is is attractive. Yes. To. It's not, but, but there are, but there is an ideal woman that men, if they don't want to be considered uh, the S right. word, they have to, they have to say that that woman turns yeah. them on because they're, it's a social code, even though that woman probably doesn't turn them on. Yeah, there are socially acceptable preferences in that regard. And it's just gotten ridiculous and people end up fighting each other instead of fighting the the socially enforced standard. Right. We're we're losing the plot on all of this stuff. Well, you know? I'd like to talk longer, but uh, unfortunately, we got to go. OK, um, Leanna can be found. It's not therapy. The podcast uh, I've talked about in previous episodes. It is uh, practical. Leanna calls it emotion. Uh, what do you call it? Emotional nutrition. Emotional nutrition. Yeah, that's right. It's, I, I keep working. I keep workshopping that if people have a different way of describing it, I'm good with that. But that's what I call it. It's like practical consider... solutions, hands on solutions that you can start working on your problems today. Um, and uh, many people have been helped by Leanna's peer counseling in, in weeks or months instead of years. Um, and th th that wisdom is distilled in this program. It's not therapy. It's entertaining. It's not a drag. A lot of uh, uh, expert uh, people talking. And it does tend to address things that you didn't think you needed to think you needed to think about. So check it out. It's not therapy available on all podcast pl platforms. And uh, you can check out me and Tarzan Dan doing news. Nobody needs great. our yeah. our, our 90 second uh, news hits twice a week on uh, TikTok, Twitter. And um, Instagram, we found that Facebook is a waste of time. Um, it's a waste of time. And uh, it's time for us to say goodbye. So you know what that means, Leanna. Yep. Ready? Bye-bye. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye.